Welcome back to the Manifesting Made Simple episode. This is the first release of 2024, and I am so excited for this podcast episode. It is perfect for anyone who's looking for that extra kick in the bum to go after their dreams, or for anyone who's wondering if going after their dreams will make sense monetarily. My good friend and hairstylist, Jessica Goldstein, a seasoned stylist, boasts an impressive 17-year tenure in the beauty industry. Her journey has taken her across the country where she has not only honed her craft, but also collaborated with a diverse range of clients. She's known for her passion. Jessica particularly loves nurturing and growing stylists, dedicating herself to teaching her craft and inspiring the next generation in the ever-evolving world of beauty. With an illustrious career, she continues to leave an indelible mark. And I am so honored and blessed to call her a friend. I'm so excited for you guys to take in all the golden nuggets Jess so effortlessly gives you during this episode. And we would love if you shared your favorite aha moments with us on Instagram. You can find her at Jess Gold Hair on Instagram and myself at official Madison Rose. Enjoy the episode. But I wanted to do this this series. I haven't done podcasts in a while. It hasn't been like a part of what I've been doing uh, for the past like year. And recently I it just like so I've been in the personal development industry for like 10 years or mm-hmm. so and I've realized lately like there is a dramatic difference between someone who's been like a student of the personal development industry for years and they mm-hmm. like know about manifestation they know about the law of attraction they know about the movie the secret they read all the books they're like a personal development guru mm-hmm. but they don't really have the results to show it okay and then I've met people like I'm assuming yourself who like they're not so much into that world like they've maybe said the word manifestation twice in their life but they have this really full vibrant abundant life Uh uh-huh and they never had a mentor maybe that they paid for they never had a coach that they paid for in terms of mindset maybe they never took a personal development course but they just have that it factor about them yes 100 percent. okay so I have like 10, I have six books. I'm looking for four more people, but they're all people that are at like the top of the top in their industry. Like I have a real estate guy who's at the top of it, real estate in Long Island. And his, his name's Alon. He's like a freaking badass, but it's all uh-huh. people who are just like are successful and uh-huh. like work their asses off and just have that belief that like, I can do whatever I put my mind to without having yeah. to read a book. Exactly. I think that's very true. I would say that's a hundred percent. Yeah. You have to have the mindset of, you know, I know, I know what I'm doing is right. And it's going to work out because I believe in it so much. And you're right. Like you said, I'm not the kind of person that says like, I've manifested this, but it's the same thing as believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it. Right. Yeah. So this conversation, I'm going to ask you questions that like gets people that allows people to like go into your brain and Uh see how you think about like success your career, when you started, all of that, so that they can be like, oh, wait, she just like believes in herself just because like, wait, I can do that too. Because believe it or not, most people, they're like, how do you believe in yourself? Like, how do you even believe or trust that you can do everything? So let's, let's kick it all the way back to little Jess, like tell the people about your background, where you're from, like, where were you in your little life? Okay. So I was born in Baltimore um, and I moved to Atlanta when I was nine. So I grew up in Atlanta and I was always into like beauty, fashion, you know, hair, makeup, all that stuff. 
but I never realized that that was something you could actually make, you know, a career and have as your life, you know, your lifestyle, everything. So once I graduated high school, I really got into it and I just started, I went to hair school a couple of years after high school. I went to a two year uh, college first because my parents, I think, you know, 17 years ago, whenever that was doing hair was not as much of a thing as it is now. So I think they thought I was like, oh, I'm just going to go do hair. So they really encouraged me to go to a college for two years first and then hopefully transfer into like a four-year school. But I went for a year and I was like, this is not for me. I know what I want to do. And so I went to hair school and I graduated hair school when I was 21. It's only a year long program. And I just kind of like took a year off to kind of, I was I think at 21, I was just trying to figure out, you know, like what do I want to do. I wanted to do hair and makeup and a lot of salons don't really hire you for both. So I took a year to kind of just like figure out what I wanted to do. Then I just kind of hit the ground running around 22, 23. And I just started working um, in hair salons. And, you know, that was a long time ago, I'm 37 now. And um, I've just been doing hair ever since. And I worked in many salons, kind of figured out what path I wanted to go, what kind of stylist I wanted to be. I never wanted to open up a salon ever. That was never my intention. I never really had like a business background or was even interested in business, the business side of it. And I ended up getting so busy that I had to hire one assistant and then I had to hire two assistants. We were in a small salon suite um, after I graduated or after, you know, working in salons that eventually I just had to open up a salon because we got so busy and there was no room. So it was either stay where you are and don't take on any new clients, which I did not want to do or open up a salon. So I opened up a salon and that was six years ago. And now here we are. Here we are. So, oh my gosh, there's so many questions that I just got out of that one little bit. So And you, during this time, like you had never read a book that was like how to become the best hairstylist in Atlanta. Never. I never, <laughs> never. Read, I don't think to this day, I've, I obviously love, I love anything that's like self-help now, but okay. a few years ago, yeah, I, I never, you know, I, I'm so also like, so ADD, my mind, it goes, starts in one place and it ends in 10 other, you know, I, it's always constantly moving. So I, I've always been interested in like, you know, people's stories and like, how did they get there? But it's never seemed like something so um, out of the realm of possibility for me. Like if someone else can do it, why can't you do it? You know? So I've always just kind of like picked it up and went with it. And if it doesn't work, you figure out another way, you know? So the the textbooks would call you like an unconscious competent, which means like, you don't know why, but you're successful. Like you don't know why you're, you just go for it and you just get after it, but you just do. It's like part of your programming from childhood. Most people, don't, most people don't have that. Right. So they have to learn how to be like, how to believe in themselves. Like everything that you just said, where you're like, it was easy for me. Like I just not, maybe not easy, but like, you just believe in yourself. Yeah. Like, I'll figure out a way. Like, I don't know when we're one way or another, I'm going to get there. Most uh-huh. people, they hit the first rod, roadblock and they're like, this isn't meant for me. You're like, I'm not meant to do this. So from the beginning, did you know, like, did you always know that you were going to be successful in your heart? Not at all. Oh, in my heart. No. I mean, like I always wanted that for myself, but also I think because I truly love what I do so much, I knew that I would be successful in one way, whether it's like being happy with what I'm doing or financially successful, like I would be happy doing what I was doing. Yeah, so you for sure. chose your career 
purely based off of like love and passion. It wasn't like I'm getting into hair for money at the time. Yeah. Because at the time, like you said, like the hair industry was not what it is today. Like there was not social media. There was not like, you could not charge $400 a client back then. Exactly. Like you just couldn't do that. Free. You have to give away services. You have to build your clientele. You have to to do so many things. It's so hard. It's a very hard um, career to get into because physically it's so demanding and emotionally it's so draining a lot of the times because you're you're with, you know, 10, if you have 10 clients in a day, that's 10 personalities. And that's also standing up for, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day. So it's a hard job. And I tell everybody that asks me because I have a lot of um, like young students, like young hairstylists, like, in, you know, people that aspire to be a hairstylist. They're like, I want to get into it. I want to do it. And I always tell everyone, even when I interview people, never do or get into this industry if you want to do it to make money because if that's the only reason you are going to be very not fulfilled it's just it's a lot of work you know I think that goes for any industry right yeah I I think like this is such a a good point for people for the listeners to like sit into so many people get involved in the wrong industry for the wrong I mean in an industry for the wrong reasons of like, mm-hmm. oh, I see Jess, she's really successful. So I'm going to get into it because I want to earn the money that she's making. And you're like, exactly. hey, little do yeah. you know, this took seven, 10 years to yeah. get where I am. Exactly. And you loved it. Like when you started, you were like, if I don't make money, then I'm out. You were like, I love this. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about it. I want to, you know, hone my skills, get better, see clients. But you yeah. were, I'm guessing like you were happy just to have your first few clients. A hundred percent. It's always been fun. And people have always said, you're going to burn out. You're going to, with anything I do that I love, I do it. I'm either like one or a hundred, right? Like zero to 10. And I, everyone has always said like, you're going to burn out if you don't, if you don't take a step back and this and that. And I'm like, I'm really not, because if I haven't yet, it's not going to happen. I promise. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like I, yeah, it's not like I've been doing it for two years. No, I, yeah, I, I and yeah, I think you really have to love something if you want it to be your life, you know? Mm-hmm. What gave you the confidence to choose something that like, even your parents were like, mm, Jess, like this isn't the best moneymaker. What gave you the confidence and like the permission to yourself to choose something that most people would say wasn't the most lucrative career, at least monetarily speaking? That's a really good question because you're right. Especially like, you know, when you're 17, 18, you're like, I'm an adult, but I, even until recently, I still call my parents and ask them for their advice all the time. And I still like listen to my dad, you know what I mean? Even though I can do whatever I want, but I always get their opinions and I listen to their advice. But I think I just knew, I just knew that it made me happy and it's always made me happy. It's not something that I picked up one day. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, I had been doing it for so many years. I used to do um, in high school, I would do everybody's hair for homecoming before I'd get ready myself, you know, like 20 girls. Like I would, I basically live, lived and breathed hair and like makeup and beauty, like my entire life, like all throughout high school. So I think I just knew, I think I just knew that it was something I definitely wanted to get into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I wish more people had the confidence to choose what naturally lit them up. I mean, they always say like, what do people ask you to do for free? That's probably a good indicator of what you, what you're passionate about or what lights you up or like along the lines of your life's purpose, because you're naturally good at it. You naturally gravitate towards those things. I think so many people just don't give themselves the permission to go after it because they think of like the starving artist who like follows their passion, but doesn't make any money. It doesn't have to be that way. It does not, especially nowadays, you know, I feel like now you can have 
your job and then do your passion on the side and kind of figure that out as you go and see if it is something, you know, lucrative in the long run and just kind of figure it out as you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At any point in your journey, Jess, were you like, I'm going to manifest more clients or I'm going to like have a goal to get this more clients? Like what was the progression of you building your business? I know you already alluded to the fact that you were just like, holy crap, I need to expand because I, the demand is too high. So I either expand or I stay where I'm at. But at any point, did you like think of, oh, why am I not where I want to be yet? I have to like manifest more. Or was that never even a part of your oh, language? I don't think so. I think it has really been such a fast paced. My journey has been very like, um, it feels like I'm always go, go, go. Like I'm never just sitting back, you know, being like, I wish I had more clients or, you know, how do I get more clients? Because I naturally am such a, um, personable person. I'm always talking to people, even if I'm out anywhere, I mean, I talk to everybody. So I think it naturally just kind of like came to me, I would say. And I just love people. I know it sounds really stupid, but it's true. Like I love people and networking and just talking to people. So I think that when you, you know, talk to people, it's really easy for me, at least, I think it's really easy to figure out if you're trying to get more clients, like, Oh, send your friends in, you know, like how many ways to make that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you can also like when you love what you're doing and you're so lit up by it where you're naturally busy all the time because you love what you do, you're naturally going to talk about it. You're not going to feel icky about talking about it because you freaking love yeah. it. It's like, yes. I do care. Come see me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, like easy conversation. Out. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you go oh, out like, and someone, you know, is like, oh, talking about their hair. And they're like, you probably don't want to talk about it. It's fine. I'm like, no, tell me everything. Like, tell me all you about your hair. Yeah. What are your struggles? Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> tell me it all. <laughs> Okay. Awesome. So what is your, when you hear about like people reading books or like going through programs, to like try and figure out this success thing mm -hmm. and figure out how to manifest their dream life. Like mm -hmm. what, what genuine raw, honest thoughts like come to your mind? I think that if that helps you, then by all means do it. I mean, if there was something, things that I don't excel in, I read up on, you know, I think that if, if you need to find a way to, you know, get some guidance, maybe then absolutely do it. If it works for you, do it. Mm -hmm. And would you say like, from knowing what you know about how you operate, how would you like, how would you talk to someone that didn't believe in themselves or was like, uh, I don't know if I can do it. Like, because you so naturally believe in it. You're like, why wouldn't you believe like you're, you you're can do Honestly, okay, there's two things. So I think you can do whatever it is you want in life. And if you fail, who cares? Like, try it and do it. If you do it and you decide it's not for you, then at least you've tried it and you know it's not for you. But I think if someone's like hesitant and they're like, I'm just afraid, I'm scared, you have one life to live. And, you know, if you're, if you're not going to do it now, if it's something you constantly think about and you think you're going to regret not doing it, go for it. Who cares? If it means making less money for a year, I mean, especially when you're younger and you don't have a family, you know, if it means making less money for a year, who cares? Like do it now. And then, you know, I think we always think that, you know, when you're in your twenties, you're like, Oh, I need to be where I need to be right now. I need to be, you know, by, by 25, I want to do this by 27. I want to do this by 30. I'm going to be like married with kids. Like not everyone is the same. And we all have our own journey and 
a lot of people, I read something the other day and it was like, um, I forget who it was, but it was like, um, Diane von Furstenberg didn't start her first dress until she was like 45 or all these people that are so extremely talented, successful in their fields didn't start until 45, 55, you know, like you think when you're in your twenties, like, Oh, it's not happening for me. It hasn't happened yet. It, it makes me think that it's not going to happen. You have no idea the potential you have until you actually try, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What would you say? And that just made me think of the guy, the JFK guy, I believe he started when he was like 75 or 78 or something. And it became like a multi-million, if not billion dollar thing. He started when he was in his seventies. It's like, what? Insane. Insane. Life is not over. This whole thing of aging and needing to have everything figured out by the time you're 30 and then not being able to try anything new is just yeah. ludicrous. <laughs> it, 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 the whole world has it backwards. I know. Definitely. I think that, you know, every, anything is possible. And if you don't try it, you're never going to know. Yeah. So, okay. I want to go back into your like clients started flooding in like Mm -hmm. so many hairstylists out there are like, Jess, clients started flooding in. Like, what do you mean you had more than you could handle? Like this to most hairstylists is like, what did you do? How did you do that? And you're like, would you say like, how would you answer that question? Like, what did you do to do that? Or like, how did you do that? I think, I think I'm just naturally the kind of person one, but also my industry, it's not about just doing hair. It's about, it's about getting to know the person sitting in your chair and how you can make them feel better because that's what everybody wants. It's not just, they want to look better. Yes. You want to make them look amazing, but what's wrong? What's, what are they going through? Like, how can you make them feel a little bit better? And I think that someone, if you walk into someone's room and they make you feel better, they're going to remember that. And they're going to have a, a good sense of you and they're going to, they're going to trust you more. And so they're going to naturally want to come to you and send their friends and talk about you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that it just, I think it has a lot to do with personality, you know, cause I see a lot of hairstylists that over the years that maybe don't have that. And I think it hinders them for sure. Not saying that that's going to stop them from gaining a clientele, but I think that we are in the people business. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's so funny asking you these questions and hearing your responses, Jess, because the way that you answer them, like I talk to Dalton, my fiance all the time. He's very much so an unconscious competent. Like he's just always been successful. He was in the NFL, went to uh, life insurance, became like one of the top life insurance agents. Like he's just always been a go-getter and has always been successful in whatever he does. Yes. And it's so funny because when I ask him those questions, like he gets puzzled for a second, kind of like you did. You're like, well, I you have to have a personality. You have to do this. Yeah. But the first thing you said was like, it's just who I am. Yeah. And that's like the point that I want to drive home during the series, because Mm -hmm. the reason why you got so much overflow of clients wasn't because like you put out a flyer or because you upgraded your personality or because you did really anything. It's like you became such a, such like a beacon for people who want their hair to be done well and people who want to have a good experience when they're in the chair. Yes. So people start talking like it's just like a natural and guys, for those of you who don't know, just did my hair for two years. (laughs) Sure did. And she'll be flying wherever I go soon when I can afford to fly her all over the world. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, Um, I I do too. I do too. (laughs) Because that means things are going really well for us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But you, you just became a magnet for people who want their hair done well and want to have a really good experience. And that's something like on the personal development, like frequency, law of attraction side of things, mm-hmm. like 
I don't even think your brain realized what you were doing. You were just so lit up. You were excited. You were passionate about what you were doing. You wanted to be the best of the best that you didn't care about the money. You didn't care about proving yourself to an industry. You were just like, I love this. I'm going to do it no matter what for a lifetime because I love it. And if it goes really well, that's awesome. But if it doesn't, I'm happy because I'm happy doing what I love to do. Yeah, exactly. And, And as a byproduct of that, in excess of clients and overflow. And then you're like, Oh, I have to expand. Like I have no choice. You became the perfect person for it because of like the reason you pursued it in the first place, which I think is a very important point for people to, to hear. So many people try to like do something or overcompensate with what they're capable of doing or, um, learn a new trick or skill to get new clients. And it's like, no, it's just who you are. A hundred percent. I would say yes. And every very, very well-known successful hairstylist that I know, they're all the same way. You know, no one's ever, no one has ever there. You can tell when someone is truly passionate about what it is they're talking about. You know, you can feel it. You definitely can. I agree. You can feel it. It's like not something that even needs to be said. You can just feel it around the person. So yeah, it's um, like you, I first met you, it was doing your hair, right? Wasn't that when it happened? Yeah. And you have always been exactly the same as you are now in terms of, I mean, everything, but in terms of, you know, I just, you just have this like air to you. Like, I know I can do it. I'm just going to do it. Like, I know it's going to be great. And I remember when I first met you, I was like, wow, she's so confident. I love that. Like, she just like knows, she just knows, you know what I mean? I'm serious. You know something that woman, she knows something. (laughs) Yeah. What does she know? gonna find out (laughs) well I thought you were like the kindest ray of sunshine I had ever met and then when you slayed your hair I was like oh my gosh I just love her just love her but you're (laughs) you're just so interesting like as a as a person like you're super successful so talk a little bit about where you're at now with success if you can like brag I'll brag on you at the beginning of the episode not the end but just give the people listening like where are you at now with with your salon and yeah. Yes. We have, um, I don't even know how many employees we have now. We have, I think like maybe 15 or 16 employees, maybe seven. I don't even know. I haven't, I haven't even counted, but we just hired, um, a bunch of new girls that are so talented. We actually, what the craziest thing. And like, you know, people message me on Instagram all the time and you talk to people, but I've had so many people. It is actually crazy in the last year message me saying, I want to move to Atlanta and I want to come work at your salon. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why? (laughs) Why? You know what I mean? Still to this day, I'm like, why? That's so nice. Thank you. But we just hired um, two new girls, one from Charleston, one from uh, California and other girls as well. But like people that have literally left their cities to move to Atlanta because they want to start a new life. And that's a huge deal. I mean, that's a huge deal. I can't imagine doing that. And to I'm like so honored that they would want to come work for us, you know, because that's such that's just amazing. So anyways, we're growing very quickly. We will be six years old on in January. So next month. And yeah, I'm trying to figure out now if I open up a bigger salon space, if I open up a second location. So it's all kind of up in the air right now. I need to figure that out in the next few months. So that's kind of where we're at. Well, that's freaking exciting. Didn't you guys just remodel too? We did. We had a little remodel that was a few months ago. And um, nothing crazy because I'm not sure if we're leaving or not, but yeah, it looks really cute in there. It's really good. I know. I'm sad. I know. <laughs> I'm back in- I'll be there soon. So, yeah. okay. I just, 
again, like you're bumping up to this space where it's like, I have more demands than I can handle. Yes. Like, Which is I crazy. have more people that want to work for me than I need to hire. In it's crazy. Yes. That's it's crazy. I know. Isn't that but crazy? It's not because of course, like obviously. Yeah. Right. I know that makes sense. True. It's true. Like, you know, you put out there everything you're doing and it attracts people and this and that, but yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's amazing getting to like, you know, but that's another thing. Like we don't have any more room right now to hire more people. So that's why we're kind of at the space of, do we move into a bigger salon? Or do we yeah. Stay? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Well, I have a feeling you're going to expand <laughs> uh, <hopefully laughs> and I can't wait to watch. Yes. Um, yeah. For everyone listening, I hope you guys can see, like, read between the lines. All these conversations are going to be read between the line conversations. Like, Jess is not here saying you have to do step one, two, and three in order to have a successful business in the beauty industry. She's not giving you a book to go and read. But, like, my hope is that you can read between the lines of the foundation of what she did at different points in her journey to get where she's at. Um you know, if I could break this down in teacher mode, it's number one is find out what you love doing and start doing it no matter what, without the fear of how am I going to make money or how am I going to make this work for me? She started off with pure, genuine intentions, not starting right out of the gate with like, if I don't make this much money in the first year, I'm done, which most people do. And so starting with genuine, excited, like expectations for your business or whatever you're getting into I would think is like the premise of how Jess has had the success that she's had. Um, She's never sat down and wondered like, how do I get more clients? She's never had to ask that question because she's been so lit up and engulfed in what she does and becoming the best at it that she's never thought about it. And as a result of that, the gates are flooding with clients and new hairstylists and I want to come work with her. And so I just think that's a beautiful lesson that everyone gets to get from you, Jess. And thank you so much for sharing. Of course. And so where is- do the people find you? Like, if they're like, oh my God, I have to get my hair done by Jess because she's amazing. How can they find you? Where do so they you go? Instagram, we are at Salon or TikTok. It's more my TikTok, but it's all hair videos. And it's Jess Gold Hair. And that's my Instagram as well. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. We are in Atlanta. We're in Buckhead. We have a great salon space. It's beautiful. I love it. I do.